Hello, everyone. This is Pedals and Pistols and Dudes and Coffee. Welcome to our personal space. <laughs> this is episode 16, and coffee is our love story. And it's me and Kaikina and both of our husbands. Whoop, whoop. I'm Billy. Uh, I'm Alexander Larson. This feels really weird. I feel like I just <laughs> want to talk in my NPR voice. <laughs> husband will probably speak in his NPR voice the whole time. Just a warning for all of you listening. So I'm just impersonating myself the whole time. <laughs> also, I'd like to start this episode by saying that all of you are married because of me. Humbly. Super humble. <laughs> so humble. All, of you, all of you will see at the end. Yeah. Ultimately. I mean, yeah, Jesus and, you know, fate and all of those things, but mostly me. We'll see. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I think it actually is kind of true. <laughs> Jesus worked through my husband so all of us can be married. The end. That's the short version of this story, guys. Yeah, so thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll, no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us. We out. <laughs> so where does the story start? Who's starting this story? Uh, do you want to start it? Or so this this story actually starts with Billy and Kaikina. Yeah. Cause we've known each other for the longest. Yeah. Yeah. Out of all of us. How old were you? Seven? Seven or eight. Yeah, you were seven or eight. And he proposed at age nine? Yeah. He he proposed to me at age nine. It starts weird right away. (laughs) Already weird. (laughs) I'd like to preface this episode by saying there is a weird quality that the coffee community has, and it's very much like this story we're yes. about to tell you. <laughs> yes. You start talking about the machines you've owned, and you figure out that like nine people you actually know have owned the same machine, mm-hmm. and you've crossed paths before, <laughs> and you've had coffee shops in the same buildings, and it gets super weird super fast. <laughs> so, hope you guys are all ready. Got your coffee with your maybe your Kahlua in it for this story. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, so Billy proposed at age nine after yep. knowing me for like a year and a half or two years because his older brother was my childhood best friend. Slash we dated for a second, but like a month more he tried yeah. to just woo me with bouquets of roses. Yeah. <laughs> Remember those days. <laughs> were there funny. were there mixtapes? Yeah. Oh, he seems yeah. like a mixtape. Oh, kid. yeah. Okay, but, so already Billy has proposed to you. But I was dating his brother. But you were dating his brother. <laughs> but he was my on child. This coffee edition yes, of all my but he children. was my child. <laughs> he was my childhood best friend, and me and Billy and Cody and their sister Rachel and my little brother were like inseparable for what, like five or six years. Yeah, we were over there way too many times at to like three in the morning. Yeah, I think I forgot my phone at your house like four times. Accidentally yeah. all night in random locations. Or Walmarts mm-hmm. or parks getting the cops called on us for no reason. Yep. And then coffee is there because Cody and I did coffee together. Mm-hmm. Because we both started working at our church, separate churches, coffee shops. And that's kind of how we became friends is because we were like, you go to a Christian church. I go to a Christian church. We both make coffee. And then we were friends. Because we met, where did we meet? Spring Fling? I think you guys did meet at Spring Fling. I wasn't there, but no, I remember you, you were guys too met little. at Spring Fling. Yeah, yeah. We were, so it was me and Bambi. Yeah, I think Bambi at was there Spring too. Fling, which mm-hmm. is like, it was like junior high, high school, 
overnight in a rec center, youth groups from all over Salt Lake County. And they would just go there for 48 hours and pretty much destroy a whole entire rec center. Nothing good comes from that sentence. Other than having (laughs) long life friends, guys. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Other than that. That was it. Forever friends. (laughs) So if we were going in chronological order, then it would have to be you and I. Because my my wife and I have a a long history that we didn't know about early until we were married. Yeah, until we were engaged. But. A lot of it centers around coffee because I used to be a barista at a Barnes and Noble cafe. Mm-hmm. I started working there when I was 15 or 16. I can't remember exactly. So I was like 10 guys. It would have been 10. <laughs> yes. And when we started talking more about you know, our history of coffee, when, I mean, it was really our first date. We started figuring it out. I had mentioned that um, I worked at that Barnes and Noble and she immediately went, you used to give me free muffins. And I was like, yep, that was me because... I thought it was so annoying that we threw away expired muffins. They were expired one day. They were these beautiful pastries. We just throw them away. So I would sneak give them away to like youngins at Barnes & Noble. So I'd go in and order my white mocha and he would give me a poppy seed muffin. Also because Starbucks at the time was the only place that served poppy seed muffins that were not also lemon because I hate lemon flavored things. Right. Ugh. So that was our first crossing paths. Then there's about 10 other times that we've, our story has crossed. But that means that probably you, Billy, Mm -hmm. would have gone into Barnes and Noble in Sugarhood with me and been served by my husband. Like almost 100% chance. Probably. Because that that, time frame lines up. We went to that. We went to that Barnes and Noble a ton. So much. Yeah. Because it was funny because your brother was like, he used to call it burn some hobos, which was so terrible, but at the same time, really funny. And he used to say that, and then we'd always go in there. But we were, I I can probably recall about 10 times. I don't remember Alexander specifically, but. But yeah, he looked completely different. Yeah. 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 I probably wouldn't remember. Malnourished grizzly bear is what my (laughs) companions in high school used to affectionately describe me as. (laughs) Malnourished. Super helpful for your self esteem. At that age. So anyway, there was that crossing paths. Um, and then various other ones we figured out that um, she worked at a funky store downtown called Black Chandelier. And that I had actually almost asked her out on a date and chickened out. I would have said yes, guys. Yeah, we, we, we pinpointed the moment that I was in there. So much so that we could name the t-shirts, both of us individually. He came in that to she buy was folding. his mom a Mother's Day Correct. present. Yep. From our shop, because his mom's kind of funky. She's got, like, some cool style. They're her rocker. And so he came in, and he was like, my mom loves this place. I'm looking for something for her. We were talking. There was a t-shirt with a whale that had a top hat on and a yep. monocle. And I would have also still been really good friends with Billy at this point. Yeah. I was 17. Yeah. And so we were still kicking it together. In fact, I think you had picked me up from work. You and your brother had picked me up from work there several times. Probably. At the gateway yeah, when I worked there. It sounds familiar. Yeah. So yeah. that was the next time we crossed paths. And by this point, I had started going to Calvary Chapel, which is where Abby's dad was the music minister at. So mm-hmm. I knew her when she was a little girl, seeing her run around with all her tiny siblings mm-hmm. when I started joining the college group there. Yeah. Which means that the first time I remember seeing you, which I actually had to go back, 
but I remember being 13 years old because at that point you were pregnant with Nalu. And I just remember seeing, I was like walking into the building because we were always there. And so I was walking in the building and you were just standing there with your long dreadlocks and this beautiful dress and your cute little baby bump. And I just remember looking and I was like, I don't know who that is, but I want to be her. Also, <laughs> Abby, Abby and my husband fell in love with me the same way. Oops. That's true. That sounds very much like my description. I'm pretty sure every person that sees you. Yeah. I mean, that was probably Billy's first Whatever. experience. Every person in this Minus room has baby, fallen guys. in love with you in the same way. So. Yes. <laughs> oh, so cute. <laughs> so now you're at Calvary Chapel and you've met Abby. Yeah, so I have Billy in my life always. Yes. I've met you in random spots and now I have Abby in my life because her dad is the music minister. He was also the person that the college students went to if they needed questions. He was like one of the the elders or pastors that they would go to. So I knew her parents. Mm -hmm. Pretty early in my life, like 17, 18 age. Yeah. So then what? Well, I was in a different relationship prior <laughs> to my Christian walk uh, that was founded on some not so great foundation. Um, and I had actually just come out of a divorce. So I had not yet been saved or sanctified or justified in any sense of the word. So... Um, I had, I was baby, baby Christian, uh, had a broken heart and I was a wildland firefighter. I had just come off a season of fighting fire and my parents were like, well, you need to start going to a church and we go to Calvary chapel. So why don't you go there? So I started going to Calvary chapel and that's where I saw Kaikina standing there. And the same thing happened. I was like, who is that beautiful woman in that dress with that baby? <laughs> And my dreadlocks. I want to be with her. And uh, no kidding, I had never seen her before. And, uh, you know, I just Well, been never through. consciously seen yeah, well, Yes, I guess I had seen you before, but you were like 10. Yeah. And then 17. Not creepy. And I was in a different place. We're five years apart, guys. Yeah, I was just giving her muffins, all right? Jeez. And this time, we were both adults. And uh, so I walked, I, I saw her and I was like, I have to know that woman. I walked straight up to her. Uh, there was no game. I have no game. I never have, <laughs> no. which kind of is game in itself because mm -hmm. I walked right up to her and I was like, hi, um, is there anyone that would be upset with you if I took you on a date on Friday? And she gave me the most beautiful smile and turned all red and said, no. <laughs> I was also holding our oldest son at this point. Yes. So from your previous unsanctified yeah. situation, right? Yep. So. Um, needless to say, everyone around me thought I was crazy because I was, uh, just barely a new Christian, you know, cage stage as they call it. What? <laughs> Is that what they call it? You haven't heard of cage stage? No. It's where you're a new Christian and you're just like so excited about the fact that you're actually free that you kind of make some overwhelming and silly decisions because you got let out of the cage finally. Cool. So, awesome. yeah. Yeah. Often used in reform circles. Usually it's more like the reformed cage stage, but oh, okay. I was like in the overall Christian cage stage. So, you know, people were like, you're not making clear choices. You don't know what you're doing. You need to mm. cool it for a minute. And I was like, nope, not this woman. I knew that Kaikina was someone I had to know. So from there, let's see, you and I went on a first date. And then by the second date, you already knew my favorite coffee and showed up with it. And then yep. I knew it was over. She showed up with my Americano. And I was like, 
How did you this know is my the favorite woman for coffee? Me. We've had one date and you have my coffee. Perfect. And she came up. We met in the Ikea parking lot to go pick out our furniture. (laughs) People were worried about us. Trust us. We were both fresh out of a crisis. and (laughs) We're like at Ikea with our Americanos. But she showed up with this, you know, kind of cocky grin on her face. Like, guess what I have for you? This drink you only half mentioned once on our first date. And I was like, yep. Choosing ring sizes after Ikea. Yep. Which we did. We did. It was, uh, it was what? Less than a week after our first date. We chose ring sizes. Our first date, two weeks later, our second date, three weeks later, our third date, and that's when you proposed was on our third date. Yep. So it was right around Christmas time, really close. And uh, so after three weeks of knowing each other, I proposed to her and we had to go have like the conversation with her parents. Yeah. That night we went and just got it, got that over with. Yep. So. And then I texted Cody and Billy. And Rachel. Yep. And everyone thought we were crazy. Uh And then... What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was a little weird. Honestly, but I honestly don't care. Five months later, we got married. Yes. And in that time... In that time span, Cody and I had worked in coffee shops together. Yeah. We'd always done coffee. You guys worked at that one coffee shop in the mall, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've done church coffee together. And... Just pretty much lived in coffee shops together. Yeah. Up until that, oh, yeah. clear through all of this happening. And in I the had background. been a barista for six years at the Barnes and Noble Cafe, and then I went into part ownership of some coffee shops here in Salt Lake um, during that time frame. Also. Yeah. So coffee was all in the background there. Yep. All the way leading up to these events. Yeah. So. Fast forward a little bit, and that's when both of you come into the story. Mm-hmm. So we. Opened our coffee truck, and now Abby comes in. Mm-hmm. So you saw us. We took over um, Calvary Chapel's coffee shop they because they were, renovated. yeah, they were renovating, and we knew the pastors really well at Calvary, obviously, because we met there. Um, and they were like, "Hey, you guys do coffee. Will you take over our coffee shop while ours is getting renovated?" So we pulled up our catering cart, and we took over, and that's when Abby really started becoming part of our lives so mm-hmm. you can how what was your perspective well i've already been doing the coffee shop a little bit i think like two years at that point and i loved doing it and i was i was a pastor's kid so i was at church every single sunday way too much time like almost 10 hours out of the day and so like my third my third service thing was like doing the coffee shop and mm-hmm. so then when the whole coffee shop was being done i was like i don't have anything to do i need something to do and then i realized you guys were doing coffee so i was like Let's go up and talk to those people about doing coffee. And it was one of the easiest things to do it because I think the first time I worked with you guys was during one of the um, open mic nights that they had. And so you guys came and brought the coffee cart specifically for that. It wasn't like an actual Sunday. It was like a yeah. test run. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember I was making coffee with you and then you came and you like... You meaning Alexander me. and then you meaning yes. Kaikina. Yes. Just because <laughs> you can't see pointing fingers. <laughs> yes. So I'd been making coffee with Alexander and then you came with your kids and you guys had actually had Billy come too to like help keep up with the kids um, and then to help too. And um, I remember I went in because you didn't really need my help inside. And so I went outside with you, Kaikina, and you were like asking me questions about myself. And I remember just like being so insecure because I was like, 
I don't know. <laughs> this woman is so beautiful and she's talking to me and she's interrogating me and I'm 17 in braces and I don't like stop talking to we me. We almost have the same story. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hear anything this woman is saying because she's intimidating yes. me with her beauty. <laughs> Which you is, guys can't tell. Kaikin is very beautiful. Whatever. <laughs> very beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> which is, which would have been the last, the first, not the last, but the first time that I had seen my husband. Yes. Before I knew, because I had seen you playing with the kids, and we just like kind of introduced, and then it waved, and then Kakina was in my face, so I like don't even hardly remember you. Guys, I was day. not being rude. I <laughs> she was, was not in her, her face. face. She was just <laughs> asking her the normal questions that you would ask someone you don't know. Yeah, and I was, and that we were gonna hire. Yeah, and I was an insecure yeah. seventeen-year-old. So to me, yeah, it's like if you were standing like, in front of a beautiful waterfall, and someone was like. Hey, look at that super boring rock over there. And you'd be like, no, look at this rainbow coated waterfall. (laughs) And then the waterfall goes away and you're like, oh yeah, that's a pretty nice rock. (laughs) So you're the rainbow coated waterfall and you're the boring rock. I'm the boring rock. I'll take the consolation prize because I got you, so I win. There we go. But I'm going to rewind it a little bit too because the reason I was there is I was working at Best Buy and I've been around coffee because my brother and mine like the whole time. Like he's been in coffee. I I never worked in a coffee shop before, but I've always been around it. And uh, I saw Alexander. I just added him on Facebook after they got married, and I saw that like, hey, does anybody have a tablet we can use to run our Square for our uh, mm-hmm. for our coffee truck? And I was like, I have an iPad that actually I told you guys I didn't use it. I used it a lot. <laughs> You're such like, a liar. And I was like, it was worth it. I traded an iPad for my wife. It's a good story. Yes. But I saw him post like, hey, does anybody have a tablet? I was like, hey, I messaged him right there. I was like, I got an iPad you guys can have. And you're like, what? And I was like, yeah, I can bring it over today. And I think, or it was that day or the next day that I came and brought it over. And that's just kind of how that whole. See, you have no idea when you post something on Facebook, how it's going to change. You're going to trade an iPad for a wife. Yeah. All I did was ask for a tablet. Now you guys are married. Yeah, just, and we have a baby, and it's crazy. Because you came to that place and saying it's so cool. Because yeah. coffee. I love that. God works the coolest ways. Coffee yeah. and God. Yeah. So, yeah. Abby asks to work for us. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Right? So, what did you think of Abby? Or were you too distracted with my children at that point? I was like too distracted the very... with the children because okay. you, you guys were trying to do coffee stuff, and I was like, oh, I'll just watch the kids. That's fine. Because from my perspective, you guys didn't really notice each other until... The- actual truck yeah, till we the were truck. on the truck truck yeah yeah because yeah. you didn't you were just like ships in the night yeah right <laughs> yeah they both kind of worked opposite events or like one would be making coffee and the other one would be helping us watch our kids mm-hmm. um, yeah, you guys interacted more because you guys were all at calvary too right at the same yeah time. yeah and you I, I didn't go to calvary yeah so we had that so you worked the open mic night mm-hmm. and it went really well mm-hmm. and then i did i think one or two other where you guys went to other churches yeah that were also kind of mm-hmm. an open mic kind of thing. And so I went to those two. We I think we have a picture from one. So if I can find it, we'll put it on the page. But... And one of them was your church that you went to when you were little. Which is the first place that I ever made a latte at. Yes. So one of our first shot. events was on the machine that I made my first latte yes. ever on. And her name is Rosa. And that's who Abby started working on. Mm-hmm. And that's her second event as actually hired employee for us. Because we're coffee weirdos and we name our machines. Yes. Rosa is is an espresso machine. Just so all of you out there are clear who we're talking about. She's not some fifth person in this weird pseudo. Rosa is our machine and she's very loved. And we actually just bought her back. 
Yeah, so she lives in our house again. <laughs> we kind of so we she's gone all over. She went to Arizona with us back and forth a couple times, and we just got in a spot where we needed money, so we ended up selling her. And uh, this trip back to Salt Lake, we went and visited our espresso repairman that I've used for almost twenty years now, and uh, there she was sitting there because we sold it to him. He we were says, talking yeah. about her right before we walked we, in. I was like, "Why did I do that, man? There's always other ways to earn money. Don't." Why did we, we sell Rosa? I was, love her. She's at the center of all this love. <laughs> and it was literally three days later. We went just last, what was that, like three days ago? Yeah, three days ago we went and bought her back. And I saw her sitting there and I just made an offer. We didn't even really think about it that much. So we have her back. <laughs> so excited. Rosa's back in so the That's bay. a side note. Yep. So then so, we built a coffee truck. Part of the reason we had a coffee cart was because we were trying to earn money to build a coffee truck. There wasn't. 15 of them in every city at that time, like there is no. now. Um, OG? There weren't any, actually, in Salt Lake yet. Maybe yeah. like half of one. So Half of one? <laughs> I think someone else was building at the same time as yeah, us. Yeah, they were all right? in the process of building. So we kind of presented that idea to both Abby and Billy that that was coming up, and we would have a coffee truck to work on. And time went on, and we kept doing events on the cart until the truck was ready, and then we busted out the truck. I think our actually one of our first things we did was... Uh, besides our opening event was at your church from when you were little too. Right? Yes. Wasn't that moving? Was it Southeast? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yep. So we started rolling on the truck. Um, and then it got really fun because it started to get into winter and we decided we were going to go make hot cocoa down at the Mormon temple. Which yeah. I get particular satisfaction out of because our tagline was Espresso Deo Gloria. And many of you know that uh, Mormons are not allowed to drink coffee. And there was a, just a certain weird satisfaction I got out of like 500 Mormons walking around the temple with cups that said Espresso Deo Gloria on it. Which is but, uh, Espresso to the glory of God. Yes, so, loosely. Yeah, loosely. So what was the first event that you feel like you really noticed Abby? Uh, the first one was Temple Lights. Okay. Like, because like the we, first one that we did together. Because we kind of like saw each other, and then when you guys did the opening for the truck, we kind of we were kind of worked on there a little bit, but we really didn't notice each other much. But then when we did Temple Lights the first time, I was like, oh, she's pretty, and then just, we just kept working because we were slammed. That was the we had so many people wanting mm-hmm. hot chocolate, so that's the first time I really noticed where. Oh, this girl's kind of cute. But at the time, she was 17, and I was 20, More. almost 21. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was almost 21, and I was like, mm, no, I'm I'm a pass. <laughs> so I took that 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 advice for myself and just kind of went on with my day. But I remember, though, at that event, because it had been so crazy. And I think you'd gotten, you'd gone inside, because we were, like, parked outside of City Creek, so you'd gone in there to go, I think it was, like, go get food or something like that. And then we were just sitting there in the truck because it was, like, not crazy and everything. And I remember I was just sitting there, like, straightening up things, cleaning up things, and you were sitting back in the cooler, and I look back at you, and you're just, like, zoned out, staring at me. And I was like, what? <laughs> 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 and you were like, nothing. And I was like, 
okay, weirdo. Well, and just kept doing everything I was doing. And I couldn't stop thinking about it for the rest of the night because I was like, that was so Well, I, that's weird. that point where I was like, oh, man, she's pretty. But then I was like, nope, she's 17. So I just kind of like pushed it in the back. I was like, oh, I could marry her. No, but she's 17. and just kind of went on. Yeah, and you have, to, you have to couple this with the fact that we were all super amped up on caffeine. Yes. And working in like negative 10 degree temperatures. At like 9 o'clock at night. And Billy's like jogging down the street to get more diesel fuel for our generator because I forgot to fill it up. And we're like hand hoofing gallons of milk from mm-hmm. all the gas stations around us. I mean, yep. it was total insanity. It was it's insane. not, it was well. not ideal working conditions for most people, but we were having a blast. So, so much fun. Fun. I mean, it made such a, such a vivid memory for them mm-hmm. of each other. Yeah. Like, so solidifying. Yeah. So. And then. From there, we moved the truck down to Arizona. Yeah. And we stole Abby. Mm-hmm. And we That's, asked. Yeah. Yep. You guys asked. asked me to move with you. Well, you asked my parents. Yes. And then my parents asked me and they were like, so I don't remember what it was. They were like, you need to know there's like no pressure with this. They want you to know there's no pressure with this. So we're just going to like let you know, like they want, they, they want to know if you want to come work with them, come live with them and that kind of thing. And I was just like, yes. And he was like, well, I understand if you need time to think about it. I was like, no. <laughs> stop, <laughs> yes, I'll go. Stop saying those he things. Was like, I'm ready to go. He was like, are you, do you want to think about it? And I was like, well, sure, I can sleep on it. But yes, like, I already know. <laughs> and so I think it was the next day that either they reached back out to you or I reached back out to you. I don't remember which one. but I think your mom called me first mm. immediately after that conversation. And she was like, well, Abby's not actually thinking about it. So (laughs) we're going to give her a few days and really let her think about it and talk with her about what that means. Because we own our own family business. We hired her to come be our live-in nanny and also a barista on our truck. So that if if it was an event that me and my husband had to do, she was with the kids or... If it was one they could handle, then I was with the kids. But that way, our kids didn't have to go somewhere separate. They were with people that we knew and loved. It just ended up working out really well. Mm -hmm. So Abby didn't really think of it, and she said yes. (laughs) And then she actually thought about it, and she still said yes. You had never really been out of the state, right? Um, No, I mean, we'd obviously done, like, family trips and stuff, and I grew up to the point of, like, 10 years old living on the East Coast. But, I, I mean, I was little. I didn't really remember it. And so for me, and I was also to the point where I was, like, I was just tired of Utah, and you guys understand that, but, like, just ready to go and ready yeah. to get out. And she went so, from Salt Lake City to Phoenix. Yep. Yeah. A little bit of a paradigm shift there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I've called it, I think, what did I say the other day? It was, like, the longest summer of my life. Yeah. Because we went to January Arizona. To June. Yeah, Janu- at late January, and then we came back in June. And so then we had that, and I feel like that summer here was longer, too, like, all the way through almost the end of September. So it was, like, the longest summer of my life. Yes. It was one of the biggest growth spurts of me as a person. Yeah. So Arizona was so much fun. I loved it. You guys invited me down too. I just was like, yeah. well, I don't know. I'm not sure. But actually like looking back on it, me and Abby have had this conversation of like, I'm glad I didn't go and she's glad that I didn't go to and that she went because there was a lot of growth on her part and then there was mm-hmm. a lot of growth on my part in separate areas. We weren't like growing in the ways we were supposed to before we got before we were interested in each other. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of nice to be able to grow in the right direction. So once we did finally meet when you guys came back, because I remember it was like, I think we were moving your stuff 
into the storage unit and yes uh mm. and uh, and we were <laughs> we were talking about like boys are dumb because she was like kind of dating other people i was kind of dating other people and then my talk i'm done dating girls and she basically told us and abby's like i'm done talking to guys or she was dating some dumb guy or something and it was like you guys are both stupid <laughs> and i remember <laughs> i remember Kaikina said that and i was like well you guys are stupid and i was like okay i don't know why we're stupid but. Okay, here's the thing, guys. So, they're oh. they're both. Well, an accent. <laughs> <laughs> they're both complaining about the people that they were kind of seeing, or the people that they were kind of interested in, complaining about these qualities that these people did not possess. That the person they were staring at, which was each other at the time, possessed all of those qualities. Like, Billy's like, well, she doesn't have this, and she doesn't like this, and they don't want a family, and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, Abby's standing right in front of you, and she wants all of those things, and she thinks you're attractive, or she wouldn't be flirting with you like this. And then Abby's like, well, he's tall and dark, but, like, he doesn't really love God. And, like, it's just so annoying. And I'm like, but Billy's standing right in front of you, guy. You can just like, see us standing nearby with the, uh, oh my goodness. the half-closed we're... eyelids, like, Right, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of just you need like us to say it. Do you want us to say it, or are you gonna? Yeah, we both just very strongly encouraged them to be looking not so far away, and for really people with those qualities. And I just gave example. I didn't say, "Hey, you need to date this person," but I said, "Abby." Billy possesses those qualities. So even if you're not like attracted to him in other ways. Like, at least he possesses the qualities that you're saying that you really want in a husband. And she was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Plus, I'm not sure I believe you that you weren't attracted to him. I, am I? <laughs> well, honestly, I at the same point, like, I, I still am ditzy, but at the point to where I was still so naive. I remember praying for Billy and being like, like, I would be, like, praying how I do, like, daily, and then I'd just be, like, going through my list of people, and Billy would be in there and be like, oh, I don't know why Billy's coming to my head, but God, thank you for Billy, and, like, man, I hope he finds his wife, I hope she's, like, super cute and gives him, like, all the cutest babies in the world, and then I would just move on, but you'd, like, randomly come into my brain, and so then when it got to the point where he came back from Arizona, we were more around each other, it was, like, wait, hold on, even when I was with other people, I was more excited, like, when I was trying to date other people, I was more excited to come around you guys Hang out and with all of Billy us. was. Yeah. Yeah. Than to be out there with those other people I was trying to entertain. So, so then what good. happened? <laughs> we went to the Poly Festival. All of us. You guys called me. Oh, that like, was really That was fun. fun because you guys called me like, hey, um, we want to go to the Poly Festival. Do you want to come? I was like, cool. Yeah, let's do it. So I met you guys at your mom's house, mm-hmm. like Akina's mom's house. And then <laughs> Alexander's like, hey, Abby, you should ride with Billy. And she's like, but I can ride in the back. And he's like, no, you need to ride, you with, should Billy. ride with Billy. <laughs> and she's like, sure. So we go all the way down. We drive like, because it was like 30 minutes away down to the poly, uh, the poly festival. And we're just doing, getting food and doing the events. And then there was like a, a limeade truck. And I'm like, do you want a limeade? And Abby's like, sure. And so I go over there. And I heard this from you, but you both, uh, Kakeen and Alexander were like, what are you doing? Go, go with him. He's going to buy you a drink. Go with him. And then that's kind of like, kind of new. And that was the Friday before Labor Day. Mm-hmm. If, I, if, I, if I'm remembering that correctly. I don't remember maybe, anything correctly. Friday Sounds or about Saturday. Right. It was yeah. within the same weekend. It was, so it was Friday weekend. or Saturday yeah, before Labor Day. Friday and Saturday before Labor Day. And then we, uh, 
she I, I bought her a, a limeade and it was really good and delicious and then we had a good time and then I took her back to Kaikina's house to her car and then they uh, Kaikina and Alexander both invited me the next day to her, your uh, Abby's parents house yeah, for the, Labor the, Day because I had because my at the time all I had was my sister and my brother-in-law here and then the rest of my family was like spread out in different places so they invited me for Labor Day I was like cool yeah I'm down to go to somebody's house on Labor Day. I like free food. And that's kind of in that point where I like, I felt like, oh, is God, is that, is that my wife? Because she like looked super cute, gray, like really tight dress and a messy <laughs> bun. I can remember it like clear as day. Bun. Oh, it was so cute. And it was kind of felt like God was talking to me saying like, hey, like, that's your wife. She's 18 now. And that's, <laughs> yes, and that's the crazy that. thing is I felt at that, even at that point at Labor Day, when I was over at uh, Abby's parents' house, it was still like, oh, she's 17. I'm not going to make a move. None of that stuff. And then the next day I go over to Kaikina's house. I was like, hey, I got something to talk to you about. <laughs> and I was like. Yeah, he called me at like eight in the morning, guys. Yeah. Like eight o'clock in the morning, I'm getting a call from Billy and he's like, oh, I have something really serious. I like, I'm an emergency. I need to come talk to someone. I need counsel. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay. I honestly did not know what it was about because, you know, there's always family stuff and friend stuff. And he had been seeing other girls and he had Mm. like work situations going on. Like you were leaving Best Buy at this point in time. At that point, I was was considering leaving Best Buy. So, like, I really didn't know what he was coming over for at this point. And I was just like, okay, it's 8 in the morning and you're coming over. All right, cool. And that was the extent of my thought process on that. So then you showed up and... But I also hear the story from Abby, too, at the backside, because she was coming over to your house every day. Yes. And she was, like, watching the kids and having coffee and doing you guys were just hanging out and you told her she had to leave because billy was coming over she's like oh i can just hang out she's like no you have to leave <laughs> yeah because i was like no that, he but... needs counseling and i don't want to like put him in a weird position where like you can't be here because he's like divulging his heart to me of whatever issue it is i just didn't know what it was about so but as soon as you had said that to me i knew that that was that that's what that was about. I was like, nope. I saw how he was looking at me last night. I know how my mother and my grandmother were talking last night. They were like, why aren't you dating him already? And I was like, I don't know. And so when you said I had to leave because oh, he was coming over, I was like, cute. I, well, I better go home and get ready because they're going to be over sooner than later. Yeah. So, which, so following. After that, after I was at your house and we talked about it for a while and then we were like, well, let's just go talk to her. And I was like, what do you mean let's go talk to her? Like, let's go over to her parents' house. Let's talk to her parents. Let's talk to Abby. And let's go for it. And I was like, uh, sure. So I... I, I can't like, tell. I Kaikina and I, we, we don't mess around. No messing <laughs> we around. We get to business right then. Let's handle it then. Yeah, because it was either going to work or it wasn't. But yeah. he needed to talk to People her parents. And he needed months, to talk man. to her and yeah. see if that was really legitimately going to work. Or if it was yeah. just like, oh, you're cute and younger than me. But we don't really have anything in common. Yeah. And then it wouldn't work. You know, but... You kind of just got to figure out yeah, how it's going to be. So after like, what, an hour and a half, two hour conversation, we headed over. Yeah, you, you, you're like, I'll drive. Let's just go. We'll pack up the kids. We'll go over. Yeah. And, and then we ended up having that whole conversation. And then I like poured my heart out to everybody. And then I like talked to Abby afterwards and her parents were cool with it. And then we went on a date the next day. 
Mm-hmm. And we kind of went on like a interview date kind of thing. Like, I've, hey, this is my prep that I've been dealing with and I want you to know before all of this starts. <laughs> yeah, that one was stuff. more like our confession date, I feel like. Yeah, and was, then we had yeah. an interview date a couple days after that. Yeah. Like we had like a confession date of like, these are all my struggles I deal with. These are the thorns that I have. Yeah, like, so I want you to know this beforehand. is what I have conquered. These yeah. are things that I know might come up again. Like, yeah. these are things that I'm being sanctified in. And it was just both that with each other. And it was, it was cool because it wasn't like a we weren't hiding anything. We just kind of like let it all out on the table, which was mm-hmm. nice because then it just made it so there was no secrets to trying to like dive into a relationship with. It's like, okay, this is, we know all that's going on and we know that this is what you struggle with. This is what I struggle with. Let's go for it. And, uh, <laughs> we strongly recommend this for all couples. And I actually, I, I would recommend this to everybody. And I've had a bunch of people tell me it's a bad idea, but I don't think so. Nope. I think it's, I think it's great because then yeah. you go into, if you just lay it all out on the table and you can deal with whatever it is, at the first day or the first date where you're like, Hey, this is how it should be. Then you can really deal with anything. Everything else from there is, is like plus. And then as Christian brothers and sisters, you're also not like putting the burden of each other on on each other. If that makes sense, because you can spill it all out and then be like, Hey, that's actually something I don't feel like I'm capable of handling with you. Like, I don't think I'm the right person to be on this lifelong journey with you. It's true. So it also kind of takes off that responsibility of like, oh, we've started something, but we still have to keep figuring it out. So it can save a lot too. For us, it was better. In modern, how people date modern, like, it's like you spend, geez, you know, four or five months dating each other and you may have never even had a serious conversation about the things you struggle with or how you want to live your life or but in the meanwhile you're getting all attached to this person yeah emotionally a lot of times physically emotionally spiritually you're having all these memories with them and then you get to the six month mark and realize that neither one of you have the same goals for life no and then like a band-aid that's grown into a wound, you have to like rip the whole scab off and start over mm-hmm. because that person was never right for you, but you were too afraid to just let out everything you truly believed, wanted and hoped for and how you wanted your life to look. Yeah. And it's even after we got all that stuff off the table, the next date we were like, well, this is my goals in life. This is what, like, I feel like God has called me to, this is what I've been praying about this is what I've been reading about. What are your, like, we literally laid the whole thing, like, what do you want to do? What about kids? Do you want to homeschool your kids or do you want them to go to public school? Or do you want to like, yeah, like every all, detail, like what's your favorite book in the Bible? Like just, just like the, all the detailed information stuff that you should know right when, from the start. Like, yeah. I feel like most people should just know most of the stuff from the, the start, especially as Christians, because then it's just like, all right, this is, because then now. you can go forward and work yeah. on it together and you can, you're not surprised by anything that comes up. No, it's you not like empty all the skeletons in the closet, like oh, yeah. first or second date, seriously. Yeah. Because then it's like four years down the road, something isn't coming up. That you're like, well, why haven't you told me about this? Yeah. I didn't know this about you. I didn't know this happened. I didn't know, you know, and then you can, then you get past that and you just move into helping each other. Yeah. Heal oh, yeah. and grow and develop. And so we recommend that to everybody. No, I, I, I am. I'm on that same train because it worked really well for us. Yeah, it well, works. Yeah. <laughs> Here's evidence. Say something else? Oh, just so then. You guys had those conversations, and then what happened? Um, um, we started dating. Dating, yeah. Pretty full force. And then we got engaged. No, we, we started dating in September. We got engaged, like, mid-November. Yeah. And then we were crazy, and we were like, let's get married on New Year's <laughs> Eve. I remember that. <laughs> Me too. And that didn't work out. But your dress was pretty. It, it was, was pretty. pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but we ended up not doing that, and we postponed it till March. So between... 
So September. Yeah, it was September. Was when we started so together. I, I can, and this is weird. I keep a date list of all the important dates in our relationship. So <laughs> me too. The September fourth, twenty seventeen, is when I like saw Abby at her parents' house on Labor Day, and then the next day was when I came over and talked about it, and then the day after that we had that little confession date, and then two days later it was a Friday, and that's where we had her like an interview date. Mm. Uh, that was September eighth, and we went to Thai food, which was really good, and then. <laughs> November 11th is when we got engaged. So See? I was like... So you have two healthy couples here with children mm-hmm. that are super pumped to be married and have awesome relationships. And we dated for... Three seconds. Yeah, yeah. no time. <laughs> and then yeah. got married relatively quick. So you yeah. can't do it. It just has to be under prayer mm-hmm. and open communication and honesty Yeah, good counsel and treating each other like brothers and sisters in Christ before a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. And hands off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't do a good job of that, but God's good. So it's turned out okay. (laughs) God has sanctified us a lot. So even the fast, even the way that it happens also fast still can give room for that to happen. For sure. But thankfully we have a gracious God and a really sharpening community because you guys were like my mentors at that point. And so... Yeah. It's all yeah. worked out. So now you guys <laughs> So then have you been... got married when? Yeah, we got married March 24th, 2018. Yep. So less than six months later. Yeah. Yeah. And now you have a beautiful baby girl now who's joined us. Yeah. She just woke up from her nap. I don't we're know up to four children. Mm-hmm. And we're running a roasting company. So back to coffee, which was supposed to be the, right? The whole <laughs> intertwining love story. <laughs> Is that coffee yeah, the brought us all together. Coffee's coffee been truck and everything. together in the background this whole time. Yeah. Yep. So we run Kahi Roasting, which I'm sure you guys have heard of. Yep. KahiRoastingCo.com. Shameless plug. <laughs> Got to get that in. Delicious coffee. Podcast, right? I'm not the, like, I've worked in coffee and I'm not like the, wasn't the biggest coffee drinker and I can drink this Kahi coffee gallons a day because it's so good. <laughs> the Kenyan <laughs> and the Ethiopian roast, so delicious. Yeah. So now we're doing that in coffee. Abby, you've been... I've still Up been, till recently. Yeah, I've still been a barista until I lost my job. So you got COVIDed. Mm-hmm, COVID. Is that the verb? COVIDed? Co- COVIDed. Coronaed? That, Coronaed. that flows Coronaed. better. Yeah. Coronaed. Yeah. You got Coronaed. Um, Coronaed right off your job. Got Coronaed, but I'm still making coffee every day. I make it every time I go to my parents' house. That's where my barista work is now. It's when I make a pot of coffee for my parents. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, that's what I do. With and now we'll now. see. Now we'll Coffee see. in the future. We don't know what's next. Yeah. Probably yeah. is coffee, though. Most likely. In our podcast. Mm-hmm. Coffee and podcast and babies. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. So coffee. you're welcome, everyone. Yeah. For me building a coffee truck. <laughs> Humbly. Uh, Humbly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Good. Anybody got anything else to say? Just. You never know what God's going to do. Every little decision you make. If you would have written that out for us ahead of time, we'd be like... Yeah, that would have been a funny book to read <laughs> yeah. beforehand. Right. Are, you, are you watching like some Mexican Here's... soap opera on Netflix and you just I told me the story? I love telenovelas so much, guys. Because <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen to me. But it did. So. Yeah, it's kind of telenovela-y. It's Korean fun. soap? Mm. No, know. probably more telenovela. Yeah. Korean soaps are a little more serious. <laughs> no. All right. We're definitely. I think your listeners are probably tired of listening to No. Bully, yeah. So. Anyways, so moral of the story is stay focused on God. 
make sure he's at the center of all of the things because he takes you on the most wild ride. My husband, who is it that you quote? That says Christianity should be the most exciting life. Oh, it's one of the pastors here in Leighton. Yeah. He says the Christian the Christian walk of faith should be the most adventurous, interesting, exciting way to live a life on planet Earth. Yes. Because yep. you have all the open doors that God gives you. Yeah, you have all of the freedom and grace and all of the knowledge, mm-hmm. and you should be living this life. And the life. ultimate mediator yeah. in between. So yeah. Yeah. So let know. him let him take you on an adventure and stop trying to control it. Yeah. Because it's awesome when you do. And wait till she's eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perverts. Seriously. <laughs> All right. All right. Go find us at Pedals and Pistols Podcast. Or kahiroastingco.com. <laughs> also, <Both>. Billy <laughs> runs a great video production company. Video production yes. company. Yeah. We both live off of our own small family businesses. So please go support us, support other small family businesses, especially Christian ones. Can I go on a little tirade before we sign off? Sure. You guys know I thrive on tirades. Oh, so much. (laughs) It's It's not really a tirade, but I would just say um, without getting too political, we got a lot of stuff going on right now in the world um, that is very secular. And there are a lot of secular companies that are very easy to support. Um, that are probably not standing for the values that you do as a Christian person. And um, we need to make sure that we are supporting Christians who are running businesses that do stand for those values because the way the world is able to do what it's doing right now is because they do that well. Mm. So when you have an opportunity to support a Christian in your life that does a service, you should do everything you can to do that. Yeah. I'm not only I'm not saying that only for our benefit, you know, no, because we own businesses. But really, if you, you know florists or you know, you have the option to go to a Christian person, you should try to make it work. Yeah. Um for God's glory, ultimately. Yeah. And we need to just start getting better at supporting each other so that we can do what the secular world does so well, which we should be putting Christ at the front of all of our actions, including how we support with money. Yeah. We're commanded to do that, right? So just something to think about as we're moving forward into a very uh, tumultuous time in businesses. It's hard enough to exist as a Christian business, and it's even harder when Christian people don't support you. So, yeah, I know. Anyway, not to end on a sad note. But, <laughs> but there it is. Stern. There it is. Good note. Okay. Good stuff. Okay, now you can sign off. All right. Okay. I'm letting you know you can sign off on your own show now. <laughs> we out. We out. <laughs> we out.